I'm Angie Robertson, and you're listening to Spirit-Led Life, episode number one. What does a spirit-led life mean, and why do we want to access it? In today's episode, we will discuss this and much more. If you don't want to miss a future episode, be sure to go to spiritledlifepodcast.com and sign up so you will be notified when a new episode releases. Now let's go to the show. Welcome to the first episode. I have been wanting to start a podcast for decades. Yes, I said decades. It has been a challenge, let me tell you. The timing has just never worked out and the topic has never been right. Now, back in about 2008 or so, I did have a podcast show. It was way before podcasts were popular and it was really considered an online radio show. And it was called Chic Space. And I actually interviewed business owners and their office spaces about their office space and how they utilized it. And it had a whole newsletter. And in the newsletter, I would share photos of the person that I interviewed their office space. It was a lot of fun. However, I stopped the podcast because it just, it wasn't fitting into my current business model at the time. And so it just seemed like a waste of time. Little did I know podcasting would take off and other things like Design Sponge and all these other podcasts that came out about off like decorating and things that they would take off. Oh, well, God knows what I need anyway. So here we are. But now is the time God has told me. And so we are here we are with this inaugural episode of Spirit Led Life. So why this topic? Well, when I felt like God was calling me into doing this podcast, I was talking to him about the topic and he wanted me to speak specifically on this because he felt like that a lot of us weren't really tapping into the power that's within us, which is the Holy Spirit, which Jesus gave to us. And, you know, it's things like questions that we have, such as, what's my purpose? What's my passion? Is this God's will? Should I go to this school? Should I go to that school? Should I marry this person? Should I marry that person? Should I stay single? Should I have children? All these questions. And we seek so many outside gurus. So he wanted me to speak on this topic, spirit-led life, and what does that mean? And what does that look like? And how can we tap into the power of the Holy Spirit? So that's why I'm here. Now, I will say, in starting this podcast and answering this call of God, it has not been the faint for the faint of heart. It has been a challenge in and of itself. I recorded the very first episode of the show about a month ago, actually two months ago now, and I was all set, very excited, have the artwork, had the title of the show, had the first episode down, had my music, had all the things ready to go. I was so excited. And then all of a sudden, I just got stuck in my head and allowed the devil to have a hayfield with my mind. And I started questioning everything. Who am I to do this? Why would God want me to do this? Does God really want me to do this? There's so many other podcasts out there. There's so many other brilliant people out there and more theologians out there, uh, people that are well-sounded in the Bible and that can speak way better on this. There's pastors, for crying out loud, that could speak better on this. Why me? And God quickly let me know that 
he wanted me to speak and that this is a message that he's given me to carry and that I don't need to be comparing myself to other people and that he has called me for such a time as this. And I have really had to really seek him diligently about this and and allow him to continue to gently guide me and be gracious as he is and really love me through this because it has been a serious attack in my brain of of starting this podcast. But I'm glad to say that if you're listening to this episode, that means that I got past myself and here we are. And I'm very excited about that. And I'm glad you're here. And I'm so grateful that God has been so patient with me and he has such grace. Who's this voice behind Spirit Led Life Podcast? Well, as I said earlier, I'm Angie Robertson. And I'm just a regular person, just like you. I'm no theologian. I didn't go to Bible college. I'm not a scholar. I just am a regular person who loves Jesus. And my path is quite different than your most typical person, I guess. I had parents who never stepped foot in a church. I actually, when we were, when I was growing up, we had a church across the street from our house and I would get up on Sunday mornings and I would take myself at like seven years old to church. I had no idea what I was doing and nobody encouraged me. Nobody told me I needed to go. I just felt called to go to church. And as a little girl, I always felt God's presence in my life. I had no question about it. I literally would talk to him all day, every day. And I spent a lot of time by myself as a, as a child. Even though I had older siblings, I was the only girl in their family. And I just enjoyed spending time alone in nature with God. I can remember sitting under the clouds, looking up at the sky and just talking to him. So God has been a very big presence in my life. And jump ahead to my senior year of high school. Well, it was my junior year going into my senior year of high school. And God brought a man, a young man into my life, and we ended up dating. And he had was, you know, a, such a, a dear person. And I never um, had experienced anybody like him in my life. He was very different. He wasn't like typical guys. He was very caring and loving and listening. And he just seemed to have my best interest at heart. And he was always looking out for me. And I remember he invited me to go to dinner with his stepfather. And we're at dinner with his stepfather. And his stepfather is sitting there and he's cracking open crab legs. And he's going, praise God for all this meat. Look at this meat God has blessed me with. And I was like, what is this guy's deal? Like, he is so strange. And what is he talking about? And it just got me questioning. I remember at the dinner table, he asked me, he said, so Angie, when's the last time you read the Bible? And my response was, oh, I'm almost done with it, as if it was a novel or something. And he was like, well, you know, we never are finished with the Bible. The Bible is our our guide in life. And going back to my childhood, I did have Bibles in our, we did have a Bible in our house. We had several Bibles in our house. My mom grew up Southern Baptist, hardcore Southern Baptist, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, all of the activities. Every time the doors of the church were open, my mom was there. My dad, on the other hand, grew up very differently. He grew up in the North. My mom was Southern. My dad was Northern. My dad only went to church if it was required of him. He grew up Lutheran, very, very basic Lutheran. Uh, My dad was actually a product of um, an affair that my grandmother had. 
And so and that was back in the late 30s, early 40s, and it was very shunned upon. So my dad was actually raised by my great-grandparents. So very different upbringings. My mom had such a hardcore upbringing in the church that she t- rebelled against it when she left. When she married my dad, she totally did not want to have anything to do with the church. So that was the influence of my life as far as my spirituality. We had Bibles. I would try to read the Bible, but I didn't know what I was reading. I had no clue. I didn't understand it. It didn't make sense to me. So to give that answer at this dinner table was, you know, I didn't know what I was talking about. I just wanted to pretend like I knew what I was talking about. I didn't want to be called out into something. So anyway, we finish dinner. We leave. He drops us off at my then boyfriend's house. And I start asking my boyfriend, you know, questions like, what, what did he mean about the Bible? What, what does this mean? Why was he so excited? Why, what, why was he praising God for all of this? Who is this God that he's praising? And so my boyfriend started to share with me the gospel and we prayed right there and I gave my life to Jesus. My life was radically turned around. Now, mind you, I had no examples, no, you know, nothing. I started to cling to everything and just, at the prompting of what I felt God sharing with me, I started to, you know, turn my life over to him and give things and turn my life differently. I remember reading the Bible and it started to make sense to me. Like I started to, it was like the the blind had been taken off my eyes and things started to actually make sense. Jump ahead when, you know, I've lived, started living my life. And when I started my business 21 years, almost 22 years ago now, I started my business, I felt called into entrepreneurship. At that point, I was trying to find my purpose, if you will, like, what did God want me to do? And I really believed that he was calling me into this particular business and then into this particular industry, which was virtual assistant industry. And I started my business, but at the time when I started my business, there were no, especially for women, there were a lot of mentorships and things for men who started their business. And it was more kind of corporate-based mentorship, but there was nothing for just the home-based business owner, especially for women. So I kind of muddled through what I could to try and bring God into my business as much as possible. Well, as I went on in years and years and years in my business, um, I was a good solid decade, decade and a half into my business, and I found myself kind of leaning towards and latching on to more of the new age, if you will, aspects of business, because that's all that I could find for women. And the more and more I got into that, the further and further I got away from God. And I started working seven days a week. I would work 12 to 15 hours a day. I was just hustling. I would take on clients. I had more clients than I had any business taking on. I should have never taken on. I, at one point in my business, had 20, like 22 to 25 clients, which is absolutely insane for a single solo entrepreneur, service-based business owner, and the level of services that I was providing for these clients. And I quickly found myself being burnt out and really starting to question what in the world was I doing? In about 2017, 2016, 2017, uh, my husband and I were trying to have a family um, and it wasn't going very well. I you know, suffered several miscarriages and I went into a spiral. 
and started to really question who this God was that I had been following all these years, because I certainly don't feel like I knew who he was and why was he doing this to me? And why what can I have a child? And it just caused all these questions and for me to spiral and to really start to say, have a crisis of faith, if you, if you will. And I actually have a book that I wrote about this called um, The Beauty in Letting Go. And it's on Amazon. I'll link to it here in the show notes. And I share that journey and kind of that spiral and what started. It's just that season in my life of when we were trying to have children and what transpired. But anyway, I, it did start the spiral for me. And I really started to kind of seek God. And I was like, there's got to be a better way. There has to be a better way for me to work. I can't, this can't be the way that God designed me to work and to serve him. And I remember in my office on my knees, begging God and crying out to him and like literally in tears, please help me, please help me. I want to know you. I, there's there's got to be more to you than what I've experienced up to this point. And he ended up bringing a mentor into my life that totally changed the trajectory of my business, my life, and the way that I saw God. That started in kind of 2018. And I ended up kind of really rediscovering who God is and that I could have a deep, personal, intimate relationship with Him. To me, when I heard the word intimacy, it kind of had this... uh connotation and, and probably a lot had to do with the way that I was raised and the what I learned and the way I saw things. It just felt like when I heard the word intimacy, I immediately equated that to a sexual intimacy, which is so much further. That's not even what the word intimacy means. I had to relearn what intimacy looked like. And God had to show me that I could be intimate with him. And it didn't mean a sexual thing. It meant that I really had God's being and knew his character and knew who he was. Like the Bible talks about, you know, it, there's scripture that talks about how, you know, we know the voice of God. And when we know him and our heart knows him, we we can understand him. And I had to get to that place. I had to know so that when I did hear the voice of God, I could trust it. And I started to really dive in and seek and try to become more intimate and and really allow God to heal my heart and heal the things and change what I had been taught and mistaught and really to to share with me the truth. So that started me on this journey in 2018. 2019, I had made decided to make a radical change in my business. I was like, I can't keep working like this. I will just work myself to death literally. And I started to trust into him more and say, okay, I'm going to start to turn over and sir, look at how I'm serving my business. I was serving my clients at that t- up to that point. And instead, I was like, whoa, 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 this is backwards. I need to start serving God, not my clients. My clients are secondary. God is primary. God is my source. My clients are a resource. And when I made that shift in my thinking, everything changed. And it was just in time because... 2019, when I started to make that shift, I was going to take, I was joking with my mentor and my husband, we we were joking, I was going to take a semi-sabbatical because to me, any time that I gained back felt like a sabbatical to me, it felt like a vacation because up to that point, I had worked seven days a week. So I started to work five days a week and weekends off 
I would work, you know, five days, I would work during the day and I would work some evenings and then I would take the weekends off. And then it started to kind of go to just five days a week. Then it was four days a week. And then I, you know, would have evenings off. Like it started to just, everything started to transition. And mind you, while I was making this shift, I was lessening my client loan, but yet my income was still staying consistent. It was so interesting to watch how God worked. In May of that year, in 2019, my husband got diagnosed with oral stage four oral cancer. And of course, that shifted everything. But what was so amazing is even though that was happening, back when I had that, that miscarriage, I had the crisis of faith and I was starting to question who I was and who God was and do I even believe in him to where this time when a crisis came along, I leaned 100% into God and allowed him to carry me so much different than what I experienced before. And it was because I grew in that intimacy with him. God cleared the space so that I could focus on my husband during that period, which he needed help. We had, he had a surgery. He was 10 days in the hospital. He came home. He had to do chemo, radiation. That whole year from that point, from May all the way till January, February of 2020, um, it was spent in my husband and convalescing with him and like really making sure to get him through this. And during that whole period, I really leaned into God and his promises and I brought him everything. Like I literally came to him and said, you know, is Dave going to die? What's this mean? How do I handle this? How can I support him? What do I need? And God answered me in everything. And I'll share more of the story in future episodes. So don't worry. But all that to say Coming to this podcast and doing this podcast in partnership with God, that's where I'm coming from. And that's who the voice is behind Spirit-Led Life. It's my journey to understanding and hearing God more and wanting others to experience that. And in 2020, at the height of the pandemic, about in the middle of the year, um, God spoke to me about starting a school for virtual assistants. So I said, okay. And I obeyed him and I opened a school for virtual assistants. But this school was going to be very different than anything else. They were going to get a foundation in God. They were going to get a foundation on operating their business in partnership with him and not just starting a business. So the first, it's a 12-week course. And the first six lessons, the first six weeks is all about setting a foundation. Part of that is how to hear God from God, because it's super important that you know, we incorporate God in every area of our life, including our business and especially our business. And because he is the source, we're in ministry with him and we're ministering to our clients in whatever aspect that is, whether you're in a job, whether you're in a business or whatever, whoever you're in contact with, we're ministering to them. Those are the things that what I teach in that course, that's what I'm going to be bringing here is kind of setting that foundation so that you can grow in intimacy with God, so that you can have confidence that you hear from God. And that's what I'm going to be bringing to the podcast. So that's the who behind this podcast. So what is a spirit-led life? We have a lot of information overload. We can Google anything. We can ask Siri all the different things. We can check in with other people. We have information at our ready more than any other generation before us. 
want to know your purpose, there's like five gazillion books on Amazon that'll talk to you about your purpose, whether you're they're faith-based or not. There is a book for it. There's an answer for everything. And in fact, one of my favorite podcasters is Emily P. Freeman. And she has an episode on her podcast, The Next Right Thing, called Collecting Gurus. And I'll link to it in the show notes. And I love that episode because she talks about how we go out, especially when we're unsure about an answer or a direction, we go out and start collecting gurus, sometimes subconsciously and sometimes on purpose. And we think that these gurus are going to answer us. And if we're not clear ourselves about the question that needs answering, sometimes collecting these gurus can get really muddy and they can get into our brain and start to cloud the answer that we're seeking. So there's nothing wrong with seeking mentors. It's important. The Bible tells us that we are to disciple one another. Jesus had disciples. It's important for us to seek people to speak into our lives and to share with us and to encourage us and to uplift us. I mean, one of the gifts of the Spirit is is to encourage. And good mentors, they can leave a permanent mark on our heart. They make an impact and they inspire and encourage us. But one of the drawbacks to mentors are they are human. While they can inspire and teach us, They can't transfer the knowledge, habits, and character that they've developed over the years. The best they can do is show us a path to develop our own characteristics. However, that is where the Holy Spirit is different. Yes, He teaches us, He inspires us, trains us, reminds us of all the truth, God's truth. But He does more than that. He lives in us. His goodness, love, character, kindness, perseverance, they all dwell within us. So how would you feel if you could confidently make decisions without second-guessing yourself? Instead of turning to books, podcasts, friends, Google, you could find the exact truth you need. Well, this is the power of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus left him for us and he dwells in us. In John 14, 16 through 17, Jesus tells us, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. This is what a Spirit-led life is. It is one who consults the Father before all things in every area of your life. He is a holistic God and wants to be a part of every aspect of your being. And by every aspect, I mean, whether it's to marry someone, to move to a certain place, to buy that dress in the store, to donate that time or service or resource, or go to this school, or take on this job, or choose this career, or start this business, or start this podcast. Every area of our our lives, he wants to be a part of because he dwells in us. He's in our being and we are a human being, a whole being. This is also the purpose of this podcast to explore together how we can live a spirit led life. But before we can do that, we're going to need to understand a little bit more about who God is. So stay tuned because next week we'll talk a little bit more about the characteristics of God and what that looks like and how we can also take on the characteristics of God. 
Now, as we wrap up today's episode, I want to leave you with a challenge. So don't go anywhere. Stick around. Listen for this challenge because it's going to help you on next week's episode. As I was sharing earlier, journaling is a huge part of how I communicate with God. And it's a topic we'll cover for sure in a future episode. Now, you may be an avid journaler, or maybe you've considered it but never really followed through. Either way, I want to challenge you to take out a journal or go purchase a journal. It doesn't have to be anything fancy, but I just want to challenge you to do this exercise. I want you to take at least 15 minutes in a quiet space if you can, and I want you to write down all the things that you believe about God. Be open and honest. Write the good and the bad. Don't worry if it's ugly. Don't worry if it seems absurd. God can handle it all. And don't think that he's going to smite you because you think that way about him. Get it all out. It's super important that you really be open and honest about what you really believe of who God is. Now, hang on to this and have it handy and join me for next week's episode to learn more about what we will do with this information. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode and be sure to tune in each week so we can learn together how to have a spirit-led life.